You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number nine, Objectives. Think smarter, not harder. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello, my friends. Bear with me for a moment of background information to this episode. I recently have become somewhat fascinated with the evolvement of the English language. Did you know that from January 2019 to June 2020, there were over 4,000 words added to the Oxford English Dictionary? That's an average of over 200 per month just in these 18 months. Did I ever think I would see the day when awesome sauce and hellacious were officially recognized? That would definitely be a no. What else is interesting to me is how people have intentionally started misusing words, especially in branding. Now, I don't know if misuse is the right term, but maybe knowingly apply it to the product or experience with a different meaning. These words that have deep roots and meanings now used in completely different ways. For example, museum. Its official definition is a building in which objects of historical, scientific, artistic, or cultural interest are stored and exhibited. So when I decided to go to the Pinball Museum in Las Vegas, I was expecting a traditional museum. Instead, it was a giant arcade of antique games that you just roamed around and played just like any other arcade. Being in the event industry, I always teach my students about APEX, the Accepted Practices Exchange. This is the dictionary for all things event terms, and there are literally hundreds. What I also find interesting is that within these definitions, there are so many that say related term or terms used interchangeably. If they're interchangeable, why did the second one get created in the first place? Other terms I often see used interchangeably when they shouldn't be is vision and mission. Vision is future-oriented. Vision statements describe the future position of the world and your organization. A mission statement gives meaning to the actions of your organizations right now. They are very present-oriented. So for example, our vision for the Extraordinary Events Initiative is that in the future, Every designed experience will lead to an internal transformation within each attendee. But our mission is to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design experiences that positively impact and transform each other and the world. Our vision is very future-focused, whereas our mission is definitely present-focused. Now, to the focus of this episode, which is objectives. What do you think objectives get confused with? That's right, goals. Goals are general guidelines that explain what you want to achieve. They are typically long-term. Objectives define strategies to attain the identified goals. They are more specific and outline the who, what, when, where, and how of reaching the goals. We often use the term SMART objectives, which means specific, measurable, actionable, relatable, and timely. Timely just means to have a defined completion date. To help illustrate this point that I made earlier, 
Many websites now list SMART goals and SMART objectives interchangeably. SMART objectives are used across industries and definitely are not unique to events. In fact, I would say that the majority of the organizations I've been hired by and consulted with have not defined their SMART objectives. This leads to major issues later as we try to define the success of an event. Without clear objectives, you cannot accurately identify if an event was a success or not. Let's think outside of events. Let's think weight loss. A goal for weight loss could be lose 20 pounds this year or lose 20 pounds over the winter before swimsuit season. You see that it's not actionable. In fact, you might get overwhelmed and not know where to start and enter an endless spiral of self-pity eating. Alternatively, a smart objective could be complete the none to run couch to 5k program by following the instructions and running four times weekly for the next six weeks until October 20th. This is much more actionable. It's smart. When I teach this, the first version turned in is almost always just one tiny step better than a goal. But by the end of the class, they are all well-defined smart objectives. We use a game in class that's quite successful in actually living out this experience. First, we make the entire classroom into a maze with painter's tape on the floor. Then, when students bring me the objectives to look over, if they are smart objectives, they get a roadmap of exactly how to get through the maze. When they get this roadmap, they go through the maze and then they get to leave class. If they are missing one of the elements of SMART, they get a roadmap with some of the turns missing. They still go through the maze, but it isn't as clear as where to go. If they're missing more and more elements, it gets foggier and foggier. If what they bring me has none of the elements, they get a blank piece of paper. It's a very tactile experience to show the importance of SMART objectives on your way to reach your goal. The second thing that I most encounter is that the people or organizations that I'm working with list out separate sentences for each element. While this might be an elementary way to think about it, a SMART objective is supposed to be a succinct one-sentence statement that incorporates all five elements. It should not be an entire paragraph. I like to give the companies and my students a standard fill-in-the-blank template to help them in the early stages. Resource, will, action, to, Target population, resulting in, change, by, time frame. This would probably be easier to decipher where the fill in the blanks are if we were on video so you could see my hand motions, but I will definitely post this in the podcast notes below. I want to remind everyone some facts from an earlier podcast. These are not event objectives. These are stakeholder objectives. Oftentimes, we always think in terms of the event owner objectives, And that's fine, but it is important to go and define the stakeholders' objectives for the stakeholders that you have decided to design for. I often have my students start with defining three to five objectives from the event owner perspective. These often align with attendance expectations, marketing, sponsors, and evaluation. I always include some measure of evaluation because it's essential, and the concept of measurable in the SMART objectives is always a bit of a struggle. Some example of SMART objectives for an event my students have worked on include, one, at least 90% of school-age girls attending the event will participate in three or more workshops which will be tracked using a name tag scanner. 
Two, within one week of the end of the event, 75% of the attendees who take the survey will rate the event a 9 out of 10 for the post-event survey question, how would you rate this event overall? Three, our Instagram campaign will reach an audience of 10,000 people as reported by Instagram analytics by the time the doors open on the day of the event. Again, these would just be from the event owner's perspective. Every stakeholder would have their own objectives that need to be considered. And lastly, one thing that I always seem to be defining is to make sure your SMART objectives are not simply checklist items. This should not just be something you're supposed to do on the back end of an event that gets you to your SMART objective. For example, our SMART objective for weight loss earlier was to complete the None to Run Couch to 5K program by following the instructions and running four times weekly for the next six weeks until October 20th. You would then have checklist items underneath that, such as making sure you have clean workout clothes, making sure you actually run on Tuesday or run on Wednesday, etc. Our SMART objective that I said earlier for our event is that our Instagram campaign will reach an audience of 10,000 people as reported by Instagram analytics by the time the doors open on the day of the event. Some checklist items under that could be posting one Instagram post a week or following at least five potential sponsors each week. These are checklist items for the event planner. These are not SMART objectives in and of themselves and would not define your success. I like to tell students to think of these in terms of percentages. Can you look at your SMART objective and say, I'm 70% of the way there, or I'm 30% of the way there? SMART objectives should not be a simple yes or no item. Did you do this? Yes. Did you do that? No. That's just one trick I like to use to see if my SMART objectives are measurable and specific. All right. Make sure that you spend some time writing out some objectives and then seeing if they are actually SMART. It is essential to have these correct so that you can make sure you are evaluating the success of your event properly. And with that, evaluation will be our topic next Tuesday. This Thursday, we will have a student-created podcast from Nicole Payne that will make you smile and laugh and just want to get to know her. Thank you all so much for taking the time to make the time. I will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.